Gandhi. Gandhi? Gandhi's penis. New York. This is Zarosh. Really don't have shit except for I'm friends with Jason, and my brother is someday going to be known for the cello. And you're listening to Talking Schmidt. You got a question for Zarosh? Oh, we all got full mouths here. Mm-hmm. I'm not eating. Zarosh. Yeah. Do you, when you put the roll of toilet paper on the roll, I never do because I don't need to use that ever, do you have it to where the soft napkin uh, rolls outside or inside when it comes out? You taught me this. Well, it's got to face the faucet. Definitely. But, I mean, I'm Indian. I don't use toilet paper. You want to talk about that a little bit? Because I'm going to tell you right now real quick before you interrupt me. Oh, uh, big dog's in. Schmitty. What do you think, Schmitty? 96 times Schmitty. Talking Schmidt. He's so fucking busy. I hit my pants, lad. Your Rolodex is fucking deep. Are you ready? Come on, Schmitt. I'm here for Greg Smith. Yeah! Mic check, check. Meow. Z. Z-A. Z-A-R. Z-A-R-O. Z-A-R-O-S-H. Combata that with Eggleston, and you have our next guest, Zeroche. Zeroche need bar cut. What the fuck? Mogalu, Mogalu. Combata. Combata is a Gulf of Combat. That's where we landed. Oh. In India. Yeah. There we go. There we go. How you doing? I'm great. Yeah. I really feel like I'm on vacation, coming to like this Monterey Dunes colony type of nudist beach. I mean, the view is amazing for me. We're here live, live for us, maybe not so much for you, but we are in Watsonville on the EOA, which is the edge of America. April 10th. April 10th, 2019, which I got a fun fact for you. One day before the 20th anniversary of Greg Smith, a.k.a. Schmitty, working at Thrasher Magazine. That is great. <clears throat> yeah, so That's when this they, comes uh, out, you guys can all wish me a happy 20th anniversary. Know you can hang your hat on. Send money, buy hats, everything you want to do. You know, it's two days later than that. Not to steal that from you, but uh, Washington Street's 20th birthday. Damn, the 12th? Uh, the 13th. 13th. Right. Two days from tomorrow. We're Amen. going down there. That's not Friday the 13th, sadly. It would be. Well, I mean, it some years it could be. Yeah. For sure. I think it's, I can't, I don't remember if it's the... They celebrate taking the barricades off, <coughs> or if they celebrate when they stole the rail from the Santee Park and broke ground over there under the bridge. WSVT. What does that stand for? We're scared of Vanessa Torres. Really? Wheat, soy, veggies, and tofu. Mm-hmm. Water ski, volleyballs, and tennis. We're seriously very territorial. Yeah. Um. And what does it really stand what for? It really Those are Washington great Street volunteer team. Volunteer no, team. No, uh, Washington Street Vigilante Transition is the real... Oh, Washington Street Village Trolls. Really, it's Washington Street Vigilante Transition. However, when the cops come, we save Washington Street Volunteer Team. But before that, 2002, it was like still uh, WSSA. And that's how San Pedro Skate Park Association was like. They took that and we we're like, WS. BT. So for those of you that are a little unaware, because I do have some non-skateboarder listeners apparently, but Washington Street is one of the older DIY spots maybe? At the time it seemed pretty, it seemed like a pretty new thing. It wasn't an OG thing, but now looking back, it was Burnside, FDR, 
Washington Street, San Pedro. Those are, to me, my favorites. Those are the big four. Under the bridge. Under the bridge. Skateboarding. Made the best, by man. skateboarders. Burnside, cement. The, the general theory with Washington Street was that Burnside was the greatest skate park in the world. And that still hold tr- holds true today. But um, Good Times was happening, the Bong Company, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Glenn and Joe Pino met Sage Bullyard there, and when they stole the rail out of Santee Park and started like doing, like I think they built a bench, and they got kicked out of somewhere for skating it, and they're like, but it's our bench, and they're like, fuck this, and they took it to Washington Street, and then pretty soon they made the Hot Topic wall, and they made like a distress call to Sage Bullyard, and he came down right away. Oh, sick. Like, help. So, who were the OGs that that, who was the crew? Well, it started with Glenn and Joe, for sure. Uh-huh. Um, well, when I started going to Washington Street, it was, no one was there still. It was like, the barricades were up for like, seemed like forever, but it was only like a year and a half or two years. And uh, I would skate um, this pool in um, Chula Vista every single day. And uh, somebody told me the barricades were off and it was just like, immediately went there and was like what can i do to help and it's like that's kind of the stupidest question just show up and like figure something out but you know pretty much nobody knew anything about concrete except for like eddie alioto and this guy luke that i convinced to i was like hey dude like let's go down there and he's like he's like he'd worked on the stuff in oregon i was like that's like and he's like i don't know man i'm like no dude like that's and it was it just was on when the barricades came off i think it was april I thought it was April 11th that the barricades came off and it was just on. It was like just moved, people moved in, like RVs, milk trucks, vans, trucks. What year was that, do you know? I'm thinking that was 2000, 2001? 2001. Something like that. And big sperm? Right when you started working, sperm lived in the milk truck? Yeah. Yeah. What, do we know sperm's real name? James Broderick. James Broderick. Yeah. I love sperm. You know who nobody knows the real name to? Dog boy. L- L- yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> Longmont Potion Castle. He's a uh, prank call artist. I don't and even he is know his nickname. Exactly. He is so LPC, but <laughs> that dude is so wild. He prank calls Eddie Money while he's performing in Santa Cruz. And he's like, I'm about to go on stage right now. Are you going to bring gravel to me, buddy? What the fuck? I'm Eddie Money the singer. And it's like, dude, it's this is Longmont Potion, Potion Castle. He kind of fucking blows you out of the water, you know. Take me home tonight. I love the rainy I night. I don't want to let you go till you see the... Like, Be my little it, baby. Yeah, and then Longmont Potion Castle's like, I got 1,600 pounds of gravel. This lady here, it's the craziest shit you'll ever hear. When, I, when it was first going on, I was like working full time and like trying to skate after work and trying to go down there and trying to go skate this pool in Chula Vista every single day. And I was like, it, the only thing that made sense was for everybody to move in there. And eventually we all ended up living there at one point. Either that or there was also a house that we had. It was uh, more or less like the Terror Skateboards house. And so there was like this guy, Matt Ballard and Mikey Rat and Steve Roach. Uh, How long do you God, think you so lived people. there for? It felt like 20 years. At the bridge, I was there off and on for like two two solid years. Oh, really? I, would, I built this cubby. They've since taken it out in between these two pools. There was like a death box. It connected two pools. Okay. And I built this thing. It was a really, originally a cooler for beer. 
but it was like this 16 inch square void underneath the deck that no one knew about and i would stash my sleeping bag down there so wherever i was in the city i just had to hobble back to the bridge at the bottom of the hill and huh. every night i had my sleeping bag there what was it like having uh roommates i guess you'd call them or bridge mates like big sperm and dirty butt <laughs> never heard big sperm <laughs> chubby was, sperm that was peace town would call them big, big perm. sperm big perm big perm <laughs> That's Come on, great, big man. We got this. Sperm was the best because I would copy all of his lines. He was one of those guys that would like never hit the lip would if someone was watching. I mean, know? I'm I'm figuring though that yeah. with a guy like Sperm and mm -hmm. Dirty Butt that they're bringing loads of chicks back <laughs> with names like that, right? <laughs> He would Dirty Butt would introduce himself as Dirty Butt. Um and at the time I didn't really understand. Did he not wipe his ass? Sage gave him that nickname? Um, from Burnside, huh. and Dirty Butt also tried to nickname me. He said, "You got to have a bridge name," and I was like, "You know, I'm I'm down, I guess." But like, there was this other guy, Brian Jaroche. You ever hear about him? Yeah, the East Coast dude, great skater. I think we ended up being roommates at one point. But he wanted to have his a bridge name. He wanted to be called Tree because he wore brown dickies and a green shirt. And there was green shirt days at Washington Street. I'm pretty sure it was Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. Everybody knew to wear a green shirt. It was such a great time. Good Lord. You could be, people would be just vibing each other, just pissed off at each oh, other for two months, but you'd still show up and hang out every day. Right. It wasn't like this, like, whoa, I just got this weird email. Like, this one dude, like, his wife, <laughs> uh, they're all out to dinner meeting this dude's new wife. I shouldn't say his name, but yeah. all I know is, like, the girl was like, oh, well, like, if you're interested in yoga stuff, let me get your email, I'll follow up. She sends an invoice that night just over dinner conversation, yoga mentions, you know, thousand names of Vishnu or some bullshit. Seven hundred dollar invoice in her inbox. <laughs> oh my! God. That's what happens in Encinitas. So anyhow, under the bridge, it was fucking great. Dirty butt, sperm. Like I woke up one time, I was sleeping in the berm, and I wake up and. As usual, like two, three in the morning, everybody starts trying to show up. Check this place out. I got the in here, guys. This place is crazy. And then out of fucking nowhere, Dog Boy comes up and he's like, Park's closed. And I'm like, what's up, Dog Boy? Like, yeah, you guys got to beat it. Like, Park is closed. There is a sign. It says Park is closed. Right. Like, that was just the mantra forever. Uh, Park is closed. Park beat is it. closed. True um, or false, you coined the phrase bridge life. I did coin, yeah. Um, I think Luke was making a video called Life Under the Bridge, or there was a saying going around, and then the Hot Topic wall, was that little tiny punk wall? Uh -huh. It wasn't real punk, so it was Hot Topic. Not to be confused with the Gore wall. Hot Topic is still there. Okay. What was, wall the first, what was the first thing built there? Pretty sure the fun box the with phone? the sand, sand T-rail, okay. and then Hot Topic. To the flat bank? Yeah, and then the thing up the pillars. Okay. Yeah, so I was painting the Hot Topic one day, and um, I just wrote Bridge Life. It made sense. And I've even heard that someone in San Pedro has tried to start a company called Bridge Life, which I think is a great name. You know, everybody tried to call everything side, you know. Uh, oh, right. They call Burnside, Philly side Philly and stuff, side, you know. And then, Pedro side. And then it started, you know, I think that, uh, you know, Washington Street and then Channel Street. Um, I was going to name totally, this podcast dude, Schmitty Side. Schmitty Side. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, I'm all about great names. Candlestick Park? That's uh, a great name. There's so yeah. many good names Oracle out there. Oracle Park, not so much. Uh, no. 
All right, let's yeah. take let's take it back a little bit. We got a little sidetracked. I love starting out of the gates hot. The the Washington Street stories are very important. Let's talk about when and where you were born. Um, shit, I can almost see it from here. Uh, 1982. Uh, midwifery was illegal. In fact, my brother's midwife was in jail, I believe, for midwifery. Whoa! And if I'm not mistaken, isn't Jason a midwife? I think so. I yeah. think he's super. Yeah, they're all into that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's sick. It's definitely the way to go. But my dad was like post Vietnam, like conscientious objector. I'm like, I'm not gonna say he was a hippie because he went way beyond that huh. and was like, we're living in some cabin in Big Sur with like no electricity, like caretaking these cats and chopping firewood for rent, and you know having all these kids. Well, three of us, right? Three brothers, all born in the same house. We don't have fucking birth certificates. You know how hard that was post 9-11 to get a passport? Wow. They said no three times. It's $300 a pop. And I was so pissed I was going to go jump on it. Anyhow, we were born in Big Sur in this little cabin. Right. They didn't report me as being born for like four years. but Wow. um, Big Sur, Paula, Colorado Canyon. And your mom is from Bombay, India? She's from Bombay, but we're not Bombayan. Persian. We are Persian. And because your so. is your dad from? My dad's from Glendale. Oh, how did they the meet? Uh, the Bach Festival in Carmel, obviously. Oh, sick. Yeah, it's a place to be. Yeah, Bach Festival is lit. I mean, that's probably one of the better things happening in Carmel. I, for all intents and purposes, I grew up in Carmel, and there's nothing to skate there, and there was nobody skating, and, um, yeah, I would take the bus to Skate Station. When it, did you ever go there? skate station i went once i think that's great and i wish i could say that about the grind and i wish i could say that about the dock because uh, i had the goddamn purple flyer saying all the information we got a uh, got a 60 foot wide spine ramp fuck, that thing was badass. <laughs> and i just couldn't you know I'm, at this point i'm like trying to borrow my parents car for the night and get it back in the morning you know yeah. like drive to fresno to skate sugar hill or whatever and like yeah we you know did i'm like 14 and Oh, you went to Medford. Are you talking about Madeira? I'm or sorry, Medford? Madeira, yeah. Yeah. The indoor one. Um, Ground Zero. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. That place was amazing. Yeah, super fun. They had a vert ramp there and a bowl. I believe that vert ramp belonged to Alan zone. Peterson. I'd go there with Jesse Piaz a lot because uh, I was filming for Think. And, oh, that's right, uh, yeah. he was on Think. True or false, you are related to Freddie Mercury? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's... It's my mom's cousin's sister's sister. It's her cousin. Huh. So it's non-gender binary. Uh, for Bulsara. Yeah, we're both Parsi. I believe he lived in daughter Parsi colony where most of the Parsis are. Wow. My aunt's still there. And so like, I've actually been meaning to like get the info from her, like exactly what's going on. But if you're Parsi, like the most typical thing to do is to like have like a really interesting story and then say no next time you go no no i never said that (laughs) you know like come on like tell 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 us the story and like a dog you bit him (laughs) so all this like bullshit sidetrack and like exaggerating i get that from being persian zoroastrian like they love to tell stories like okay we got amnesty over telling a story you know are you a fan of queen I love it. I heard tale that your great uncle skated with Gandhi. Yes, that's very true. (laughs) Oh, no, I never said that. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that he bit. No, um, what happened was that 
Gandhi was in town for like the salt march and they're like, you know, they're trekking like you've you've read like Gandhi stories. He's really hard to keep up with. He fucking jams. Barefoot. Yeah. My girlfriend went to the his house and all that. Oh hell yeah. 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 He's got the big old library and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean Flight I didn't by go, Mondavi but... Chowk police station. I went there. Oh sick. actually really embarrassing story about that is I had like had a friend of mine who was like showed up in my house because he spilled beer on his shirt mm. and was like looking for some a new shirt and I'm in the closet and he's like oh you got so many shoes like let me get a pair I'm like no dude I can't give these these are ones I'm saving like I walked on Gandhi's roof with these and he took the shoe to his and like had this moment and he's like about to fall over he's so drunk he French kissed the shoe like tongue and all I'm like right on the ollie part of the sole and oh I was just like dude India is full of shit and feces and that's what's it's actually kind of like when you smell that it yeah. reminds you of india it's weird Whoa. but anyhow him and my uncle were friends and my uncle skated every time he saw me he would skate that's so cool yeah but he's you know this my uncle is 70 would be uh 90 now but back when he was like 70 and 80 he was he was skating okay. goofy foot but there's okay. a connection there basically Gandhi blessed your podcast. That's done. That's that could be my new hashtag. I'll send you an invoice. Gandhi blessed my hashtag. Seven hundred and Cranny just sent in a text message saying to ask you the relationship between Jal and Brickham. Oh yeah, hell yeah. He's he's saying Jal, J A L, yeah. Japan Airlines. Yeah, um, that's my grandfather, oh. and he. Uh, so my grandmother started going to University of Southern California and was trying to move the family out west, you know, to get out of India. Uh-huh. And Jal stayed behind to finish up his affairs and stuff. He had like a particulates company. And he's like, oh, I just you went full into yoga. You know, you're, you're still married, but, you know, you're, you're single. What do you do? You work out, you know. And so he's like, he's excelling enough to get invited to Bikram Chowdhury's like, I'm sorry, not Bikram. BKS Iyengar. Bikram Chowdhury is a he's a creep. <laughs> you know what's this? Have you seen that shit? That guy's a creep. You're but you're my guru. I'm just a man with a loincloth. It's coming off. Um Chow- I think Bikram Chowdhury is sick, but he's a creep. BKS Iyengar is a more vigilant yoga kook. Like okay. and Jal, my grandfather, was like excelling. Actually, it was his birthday yesterday. Nice. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday yeah. Grandpa Z. Yeah. AKA Jal. Fuck yeah. Um, he's excelling in his yoga enough to get invited to his private residence in Pune, which is another place Freddie lived, Freddie Mercury. Uh huh. Imagine getting Punani in Pune. Dude, imagine getting backs, backhanded in Pune. That's ghetto. He couldn't get into the lotus posture and, you know. The downward dog was yeah, all he had. Yeah, downward dog. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. <laughs> he stepped on his knee to get it in, and uh, he had this um, pole vaulting accident. Yeah. Like a street pole vaulting accident where he fucked his knees up. And right. so he was like, couldn't do it. And so... He steps on his knee to get it down. <laughs> it popped. And so he screamed. And Fuck. so BKS Anger backhands him across the mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. And then like a dog, he bit him. All yeah. right. Well, I think we got enough culture so far. Yeah. The skate audience is screaming for this. Mm. 
How'd you find skateboarding? I don't know how skateboarding found me. Like, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm maybe the most unrelevant person on your podcast. Well, it's not a contest. Not yet. It's not a contest. It's a marathon. And you're rele- you're the most relevant today. I'm assuming it was Monterey or Carmel. I was in Carmel, and uh, the girl who lived across the street was like super cool and got us into all this cool stuff. Showed us how to shoot guns, like how to like whittle like with a knife and not cut yourself, like all this cool stuff. And she just like gave us a skateboard and was like showed us how to do it. And we're like, it was so rad. How old were you? This was like 1988. 88. So I was born in 82. Six? Yeah. What was the skateboard? I'm actually 47. But yes, I was born in 82. Okay. The skateboard was just like some old school pigboard, like a little cow grip tape, like big old flat thing. And uh, what happened was um, we left it at our friend's house around the corner and his brother got pissed at him and snapped it over his knee, which is like a weird way to break a board. Do you remember like that vividly? Do you remember being like... <gasps> instantly oh yeah like, instantly stoked uh, yeah because we had two boards in okay. bomb the hill with two board with is that each of us had board was, yeah would you knee board or what a uh, butt board butt for board. sure yeah okay a lot of butt boarding we still butt board did down we butt board down that tunnel in carmel no, we did we were going been to talk yeah. about it i okay. don't believe that it's not i mean you I can think crouch. that's urban legend here's the thing Schmitty. <laughs> never get down on both knees oh the same time yeah I'm not going to need board. How, no. how do you get off? But I'm a kook. There's no doubt about that. What was your first real board, though? Um, well, when that guy's mom, the brothers that snapped our board, when she found out that, that I think, I don't know if it was a complete or just a deck, but she went over to Sunshine Freestyle in Monterey and like bought us a brand new Natascopus deck. I think it was a kitten, the Jimbo Phillips kitten. SMA. Fun fact, I just named a baby, Natus. It's so sick. I, I mean, what do you mean? You named each a baby? person born should 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 have should be themselves, not someone else. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, name it something cool, like Nottis. You know, Nottis is a unique name. There's only one. Who? Uni is in one. Un, un, Whose baby? Uh, my friend Abe's baby down there. Do, made a baby. Do, just, they, just like do six they know months old. that if you spell Nottis backwards, it's Satan? Yeah, and it's like the people people half step and like, whoa, isn't that kind of satanic? And it's like, what's wrong with Satanism? It's actually not that bad, is it? Or is it just what the Bible scapegoats everything to? We have it so fucking good. 2019, we live on the coast of California. Of course, yes. we've got skateboarding here. We've got all kinds. I mean, if you live in England or any anywhere else, it's a little bit slower to get to these places like Japan and like India. Right. Like Japan's had skateboarding forever. Yeah. In fact, they had the first skateboard park, Shirahata. Japan. So the one with the Bailey frontside ollie. Yeah. Starts with this tiny little vert wall, and it's this big wave. Oh, yeah, That was yeah, a yeah. roller skate turnaround in the 60s, and that it immediately turned into a skateboard park in, like, 1969. Huh. I feel like that's the first skate park in the world. That's knowledge there, kids. So you had this Nottis board. You sanded it. I mean, waxed it. You started skating. Yeah. You started buttboarding hills. Yeah, grass Somewhere you got, like, a little bit better. Well, skate station opened. Skate station open. Yeah. So that was kind of your training facility. And here's the thing. I lived in Monterey, so I thought Santa Cruz was the skate capital of the world. But lo and behold, of course, Russ Pope's like father-in-law lived at the end of my street. So I had a scarecrow board. This in is like Monterey? 1994. Carmel. Or Carmel. Yeah. Oh. And so um, 
Shout out to Russ Pope. Shout out. Oh, he's the best. He is pretty awesome. He's not from Salinas, but he's from Salinas. Okay. And Salinas, I think, was the capital at one point. Place is sick. Steinbeck of heard of him. Skateboarders from Salinas to this day. I think you met Chewy Gomez. The guy sure? from the KML? <laughs> that's the DJ that's on KML. Yeah, Chewy maybe Gomez. So. Yeah, that's right. No, that's different. <laughs> I've heard that I've had that happen twice now. Um, uh, but uh Hey, Northern California's it's that's it's the it's the best. Whenever I was I was in Southern California for so long yeah. that like I mean I feel like I spent the whole time trying to tell people like hey, there's trees up here. It's cool. We bomb hills like there's there's all this you can go down the wharf there's there's elephant seals like there's all kinds of cool shit to do here right dirt boarding no, it's endless and you can be in the snow within three hours you could be in the ocean within three hours you could be like you could surf and snowboard in the same day that's true that's amazing like not too many places you can do that i personally don't see any relation between surfing and skateboarding but i do see a lot between skimboarding i mean neil blender he's surfing in in gns footage i feel like skimboarding is just for people that are afraid of sharks (laughs) (laughs) they don't want to go into the deep end (laughs) you got got sand crabs yeah you you got jellyfish yeah they're not afraid of that they're just afraid of sharks and they don't want to go in the deep water and have to paddle out because paddling out's the hardest part of surfing you know that Mm. right like, you go up to Ocean Beach and you try to get out to a wave, you might spend all day trying oh, to get brutal. the... Yeah, it's oh, fucked. Man. So, shout out to Nar Hunters, though. Shout out. My my surf sponsor here on the show. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love their towels. Speaking of sponsors, who was your first sponsor? Skate Station. It was? Oh, yeah. The guy, Slacker, he gave me a bottle of water. And I was like, I'd never been given anything in my life. And he mm-hmm. didn't charge. He was like, it was homie hookup. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, I'll wear your, I'll wear your t-shirt a good old day. A bottle of water. Yeah, big old crystal got like the tall half gallon. Like every time you. No, just one time. Let, break down the uh, chronological sponsorship events that happened mm. with your life. I rode for a local company called Bain Skateboard. It's a little Monterey thing. Monterey. Yeah, it was pretty small, um, but it was a uh, it was a thing we worked on really hard. You know, started from the ground up and. Um, what I year actually, was that? That was, I think Bain started in 96 or 97, and I probably got on in like 98. What year um, was Sean Martin's photo? <laughs> that was 1987, first Spitfire shirt. Um, Sean Martin, Monterey you know, actually, Library? Uh, Monterey Bus Station. Bus Transit, station. Transit Plaza. I love talking Sprint. <laughs> is that illegal that's uh uh our good friend and owner of the house jason lee jesse i gave jason a sponsor me video one time yeah you tried to get on jason jesse yeah um i actually tried really fucking hard to get on vision streetwear really i probably cried because yeah. of the elroy graphic or what uh mostly was hyped on shove it shove it shove it the brand hmm. but um they sent me a, a no thank you letter. My video was horrible. It was all slams. What? Did you ever watch my sponsor video? We're actually just about, I'm going to watch it right okay. now. <laughs> it is fucking horrible. I have like a lot of embarrassing stuff in my life and like just that whole Does that cringe. exist somewhere? 
I've got a copy. They sent my video back. It was that bad. <laughs> Vision did. And you know what they sent back with it? They said, we put on Jamie Smith in Knoxville, Tennessee, and Nate Sherwood of Portland, Oregon. Wow. And I was like, shout out to Nate Sherwood. Shout Dude, out. Dude, I saw the ad, pressure flip, 50-50, 360 laser flip out, and I was like, Okay, actually, now I feel better because I cannot even kickflip out of a garden, right. I guess. So. Like, I always went to that whole, like, oh, I got to get sponsored thing. But I also was more focused on making sure I had boards to ride. And I didn't think that sponsors could do that because there was no boards that I wanted to ride. I've always rode, like, a wider board. Right. And so I was just stockpiling stuff. I was never into Vision, really. Well, I had Mark Gonzalez God board, Vision early but then i don't know you remember a guy named jesse gullings i remember a guy named something yarbrough billy joe yarbrough maybe <laughs> sounds pretty he was weird. a vision am that oh, was no. like yeah i remember that name for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. benihana yeah like high flying sure. fucking i went through the castle circuit so i met a lot of these kids yeah okay. i was a geek i sucked too trucks were did so did tight you ever, um, hang out with myself. sonia catalano Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I won a skate station contest. And what about we the Bostics? Um, fucking <laughs> see Don Bostics footage. I'm one of the only people that's seen this. Him racing in Laguna Seca. Really? He is wearing a sleeveless wetsuit. That's his <laughs> racing getup. <laughs> Shout for out Air- to Don Bostic oh, of yeah, Boulder Jason? Creek, California. Yes. Shout oh, is out. he from Boulder Creek? Well, I well, see now, him yeah. and his wife up He's there. Is he tracker or trans world or, or both? Because Jason pointed him out at the boardroom one night, and I was like, I've seen that dude in 1981 bailing. He eats shit. <laughs> I think Rick Blackheart, like, like he's trying to pass him, and Blackheart sees him in his blind spot, and he just takes him, like, like a street super just pushes him off into the gravel. Holy shit. Boston goes down. So what happened, though? Was it moved, Sam Hits Company, your first I moved sponsor? to San Diego when I was 17 because I was like, I wanted to get real with it. I was like, you know, I'm, I want to just get a job in the industry. You know, like, maybe I'll get sponsor or whatever. But um, I just went straight to San Diego because I had a chance to go down there. My brother was, I think, they were going planning on going to school. Or maybe he was chasing tail. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, I was like, fuck, yeah. I'll do trade shows in a month. August of 2000, we moved down there. And... uh I just like literally would like try to find um, addresses to like skateboard factories and phone numbers and just call everybody and demand to give me a job. You know, you don't even really think about it. Like you should give me a job. Right. Like, you should you should sponsor me. Like why? What do you? What's in it for us? What's in it for you? Like anyhow, um, I got a job. At, um, eventually worked at Alias Distribution. Okay. And that was the best job ever. That was. I had another job or two before that. I, I went to Manpower for a long time. But long story short, I met Justin that's now Generator. And uh, that's like my real job sponsor, like solid, got me into the industry type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, that was in like August of 2000 that we met. And uh, that was a great job. We were alias silkscreen. Oh, okay. Is that where you learned your silkscreening? Yeah, top graphics cool yeah and then through that you met like sam and darren and all of them yeah i'm trying to remember uh it was probably all at like rochi's ramp we'd all skate this god i don't remember how it's weird but there was a time before washington street where people would still skate and meet up 
but yeah donger <laughs> what's that donger was skating oh, way man. before washington street Dude, donger and joe pino pino i one of my first trips to san diego with preston we went skating okay. with joe pino and he fucking launched this big ass ollie somewhere he fucking wrecks shop he's like canton russell <laughs> yeah he he's sick. fucking wrecks shop speaking of p-stone yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think you're one of the many, many people I met through Preston. Uh, basically, I believe we've both spoken of it. It was the um, Hunter's Point Ramp Party yeah, where the bands played. Shed maybe came up. I think Shed And Johnny and the Dudes. Up. Shed was like... Uh, Dirty and the Donuts, my band. That's yeah, crazy. You, <laughs> Dirty and the Donuts was there. Michael Crabtree, yeah. where are yeah. you, bud? Where is he? He's an amazing artist. He's like he's, a chalkboard artist. Actually, he's an amazing, an amazing human being. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He's one of my favorites. And a one-time Seaside resident. I love Mike Crabtree. Yeah. That's but, so rad. So how, point. How did you but, meet Preston? And then give us a good story, a good memory of my old one connect- So I think I met Preston through Craig Whitehead, who rode for Good Times and okay. moved to San Diego. From he was a he worked at Skate Station. He was like the one dude I knew in San Diego. I know time. him. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, Z Flex. Um, they were doing Z Flex. Aaron Scott was running all this, stuff, right? And that's how we ended up coming up there. Was that Aaron Scott like? bought everybody neck pillows and like took his ford excursion up to this all we got was some like four by six flyer that just said party and said vert ramp oh to that thing shed like aaron scott drummer of shed og z boy bought everybody neck pillows and fucking we all went i think i went up with and i think they all brought their ladies too yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, dude, that was a fun party. Dude, that's right. Oh, my God. I remember, I think nuts. Drahobo poured a full beer over some girl that was dancing in front of Johnny and the Dudes. <laughs> Johnny and the have Dudes a photo is not somewhere. dirty in the donuts. And nah. it's, you were playing the same night, but that was a rowdy show. Yeah. Um, I was so into Hightower at that point. That was like... Oh, did Hightower play too? Hightower Probably, played, yeah. Um, yeah, that was epic. Hightower, just the... Their idea. I remember the slap article, Hightower Everything Now. Uh-huh. It was just so like bare bones, just go out and skate. Like Yeah. Do do it all to like the fullest extent of doing it. And like I always thought no they way. needed um to go back and master some of their songs with lyrics. I am the wall ride. But on a more like musical level, it was like a deeper thing. Like, you know, like reggae songs are like 14 minutes long, and that's like just getting started. But they were they were progressing. It was like well, you had to hear the whole thing to get into it. It's like Earthless, you know. Yeah. They jam for 45 minutes, and like that's their song. I know. That's hard to keep up with. It's hard. It's like going to Derby Park. You're like fuck, I wish they would have just built a perfect quarter pipe. I could practice. Well, it's kind of like going to, to band practice, it feels like to me. Cue in the actual I Am The Wall Ride song.
Love Hightower, obviously. Yeah. Dave Fallis. Oh, yeah. Dave Fallis. Jake, Jake. Palladino. Is that his last and name? And Shane. M- M- I'm going to butcher it. Men- Medinich. 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 They're the best. I was actually their roadie for a little bit. I've probably seen that band, I'm going to say, more than any other band. How many times have you seen Red Hot Chili Peppers, Schmitty? I've never you seen them. You could suck a man. Am I talking dirty? <laughs> suck my kiss. Sorry. The um, only one I like is Cabron, so. <laughs> Cabron. <laughs> um, to answer your question, uh, yeah. Do you we like did, how we, we went from Peastone to Red Hot Chili Peppers? Sorry there? about that. We're all over the map here. Preston was the best. I was in a whole, like, couldn't get my passport phase and, like, would try to take advantage of complaining to him and he wouldn't have any of it it was the best he would just be like you you can get a passport there's papers out there he was like you'll you'll get it trust me and then like as soon as like long story short um i did get a passport and um i was like yeah i'm just gonna go to england and he's all yeah look up look up these dudes and i was just like gave me phone numbers and i'd call them and i was like i'm friends with preston and give me your number and like Preston got me into India, like the dude in, I was in England, right? What? And the dude was, uh, then I heard that there was something to skate in India and all these dudes were going out there. I was like, I'm going. And I was way late. And the dude was like, oh no, we're closed for the season, you know? And uh, like, tried to cut me off. And the dude in England had the good word from Preston and was like, no dude, this this guy wants to come skate your spot. He's friends with this dude Preston. And so I finally make to India and I'm on the back of this dude's moped and he's like, oh yeah, the guy put in a good word for you. He said you're friends with this guy Preston in San Diego. I'm like, dude, Peastone is the fucking best. Like, wow. I, if it wasn't for Preston, like I wouldn't have gone and like I would have just skated South Bank by myself if yeah. it wasn't for Preston. I wouldn't have gone and hooked up with these dudes. That was the guy that owns Death Skateboards and I still ride for them. Death oh. for life. For life to this day. Oh sick. Not to be confused with Death Box. Okay. Either one. What are the differences? Well they said skateboarding was dead in nineteen seventy seven. The Council of hierarchy in england said skateboarding was dead pronounced it dead in like the papers and stuff and so he's they're like all right well how can it be dead so he calls his company death you ever had a breakfast burrito on dog beach <laughs> come on um, wait you never been down there i've been i've been there what i tripped on instantly was how segregated that small area is like i would go down to ob and i couldn't get my friends from mission beach to meet me oh, hell and no. then i'd go to what mission beach thinking? and you can't get your friends from ob to, no, nobody will not. go anywhere no. and then i was like Okay, well, what about when I go to Escondido? <laughs> There's no way anyone's oh, going. No. So it was like uh-huh. every you have to pick your crew. Yeah. You're like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to hang out with uh, Mavs. Then I'm going to go to OB and hang out with Hewitt and Blender. Then I'm going to go up to Escondido and hang out with Jehovah. But we can't all hang out together no, because no. nobody leaves. Why would you try to get... It's not even worth trying to get someone to leave. Like You might as well just go to where they're at. But, but what if you're one guy that's before. not from there that wants to hang out with everybody because you only have limited time down there? You know who's great is this fucking Smolix. Both of them. Mike Ooh. Smolik, Peter's Shout brother. Shout out to Peter Smolik. Shout out. Mike Smolik is super sick, too. We still skate to this day. He's still, like, out there. I'm sick. sure Peter is, too. Peter could, he would show up at Washington Street and do crazy shit. Switch lip slides in freaking deepest, second deepest pool there. You ever skate with Wes Kramer? 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Skater of the we Year. We were roommates. You ever heard of him? Oh, I'm sorry. Wes Kramer. I thought you thought of a Wes Cobb. No, no, Wes no. Cobb is, Wes is the Kramer only, name in, only name in the concrete at Washington Street. Wes Kramer, Marius, yep. and a few other kids, Julian Davidson, oh, yeah. I believe are all from Karma Valley. Speaking of which, I've told them forever since they were Groms that they need to come to the other Carmel Valley, which is over there. Ooh. We, April 21st, Easter Sunday, uh, we're, do, we're doing hill. this. I've even heard that uh, Chico Brenes and Peter Hewitt are coming. Wow. Got I'll believe ideas? it when I see it. Is Ronnie here right now? Does he want to go? I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> He's I goofy foot, though. I'm trying to get I more regular it. footage. Until I, I see it, I don't know. What I know regular is, foot, right? I'm regular yeah. foot. Yeah, I ate shit, so I might be out already. What we're going to do right now is we're going to take a little break and get a public service announcement from the one and only Tim McKenney. We'll be right back. This is the year of the empathy. Get it. Get your empathy back. Let somebody in on the freeway. Give somebody the right of way. Ask them how they are. This whole uh, narcissistic vampire elitist bullshit has got to come to an end starting this year. Please. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi there, interworld of webs, cast, potting. This is Cranny. You're listening to Schmidt Talk. Talking Schmidt. Talk some Schmidt. Put it in your ear hole. Find out about your world. Will you look at that? <laughs> We're back. We are back. Um, are we going to go take a shower later? I took a shower this morning. We're going to do it because a shower. this could be our opportune moment. To plug what's coming up, April 21st, Kachala. Let's talk Kachala. I'm so stoked that you pronounced it so I can kind of say it. Kachala. Place is amazing. You know, it's just the other side of the hills from Big Sur. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like 17 miles away. It's so less blown out. Everything's 10 acre lots there, minimum. You Mm -hmm. can't subdivide it, and so it stays unpopulated. Oh, it's, it's a great place. And how long has that been under your thumb? Under the family's Eaglestone thumb since 1983. And when did you kind of look at it and say, hmm? Oh, when it got dirt wheels, 1996. 96, did that come before the cement? Oh, yeah. 1996, I mean, it's 10 acres, but it's mostly hills. Yeah. And so you're like, yeah, it'd be cool. You could just build a pool. Like, I remember, like pouring our garage like first concrete pour it's like late 90s and i'm like oh yeah we would just like got a little extra mud we'll just dig a hole real quick and build something to skate and it's like and then learning what it takes it's like you need a month to build a pool you know what i mean yeah yeah actually you need the building the pool up there took five years when we got dirt wheels we were like now we can skate kashala you know like my cousin actually forest raspberry sage dolphin tree tom bombadil mcpadden eggleston he got dirt wheels in 1996 from Where Skateworks. Where would you get at Skateworks? Skateworks? Oh, yeah. Skateworks with the Tony Magnuson SGI deck. Shout out to Bill Strubing. Shout out. Bill Strubing is the greatest. Did you know he named Whalebone? Whalebone? Ron Whaley? Ron Whaley? Big old Whalebone. 
Oh, yeah. Dude, shit. Dude, the best, man. I love the whole Strubing oh, family. Man. I can't get enough of them. You got a pro OJ wheel. I got five. That's sick, man. Uh, I was on OJ for a minute in 2011, and I got a lot of Omar's joints. My friend came used to be tray. the TM. Who is your friend? His name was Alex also, but his last name was Horn, not Floyd. I remember Alex Horn from San Diego, and he could do head-high stale fishes to tail bash. That's him? He can do a lot of things. Stale fish... Tail bash is one. He can skimboard with Blender on any given day. That's pretty he good can, talent He uh, can speak Spanish and, and build a house in Mexico. No problem. Body jar revert. Yeah. Not many people do the tail block to fakie. No, not at all. But Cran Man can. That's our motto you, if here. If he listens to this, do you think that he'll probably remember that he can do that? If he listens to this, if he, he might remember that he heard it. <laughs> <laughs> That's rad. Yeah. There's a great scene there. What were we talking about before that? We're, we're still in Kashawa, about, dirt yeah, wheels, dirt boards and OJs. How, how um, basically the Strubings introduced you to your first set. I got mine from Bill's Wheels. What had happened was... Beef. <laughs> I Bill love beef. Bill. I actually ride for Bill's Wheels, and they are the... A, to me, the best skate shop in the East side the versus the West side. Yeah. Uh, they're midtown. They're <laughs> midtown, but Bill's is great. I mean, it's everything you want. It's only skateboards. Like, I yeah. mean, I've seen backpacks there, uh-huh. but those were from the 90s. Some dude brought them in on consignment. They only sell skateboards. I'm not into surfing. I'm not into snowboarding. Wait, where? I'm at Bill's Wheels. They sell surfboards at Skateworks? No, I'm just saying the skate shops in general. You know, uh, like, it's one of the finest skate shops anywhere. Do you ever remember a guy named Dale Smith? <laughs> Dale? Go Smith. skate. No, that doesn't sound familiar. right across the street from the boardwalk. Yeah, I definitely remember that. I face planted. I sacked that rail and chipped my teeth, blasted my face on the sidewalk, and went in to go, let me see your, let me see your mirror. I'm like, can I also get some cushions for my trucks, too? <laughs> I feel you, though, on that. Um, I like skate shops that just have skateboards. I did want to name drop a little bit. You know, we will get to that. Dave Sipanuski, though. What a great name. What a great dude. He no longer works for High Speed. Marketing goon on uh, Instagram, if you're considering following my good friend. He's a man of many talents. That guy can herd goats. He can build a painted ramp he can run an art show have you ever met somebody that um had their balls tied so they couldn't have kids and then had their balls untied and then got their wife pregnant that does happen yes well sipanuski did that i'm pretty sure that's what a procedure is is a sipanuski that's called double whammy on your jammy but let's get back to dirt boarding because you got this event coming up and i want people to be aware of it it's uh yeah no kooks but all the kooks are invited. Anybody um, can do whatever they want. Right. But I have actually worked really hard to prove to myself that this is skateboarding. Strictly skateboarding. There's no toe clips. There's no none Velcro. of this other bullshit. It's very different, but it's just a skateboard and you just get on it and it's like it's like just learning a new trick, but then what it, it really what I want it to be for people is like you jump on this thing and it's like you're you immediately you have to adapt in nine seconds or less like 0.009 seconds and it feels like that you've never skated before but you kind of have some skills like you're just basically like born you wake up out of this dream and you're like i'm jamming down the hill it's kind of like skateboarding and you're like but i've never fucking done this before and it's pretty it's pretty crazy i mean it's not that scary but then again like you do have to kind of go for it you know there's no room what tips do you have for a new just get wet beginner 
just get wet. If you jump off, then you've cut. Like, if you jump <laughs> off, you're cut the year before. Like, it's just, I've you can't. There. You need to, um, yeah, you got <laughs> tossed. <laughs> oh. Well, we had just done all the tractor. Somebody Why did you fall? There was a hose. across this damn fucking course. I'll Why blame the hose till the day I die. If Dang. anyone sees these wheels and how big Maybe they are and how small to the hose was. Oh, man. Well, it was the angle of the hose. But no, the the thing that I noticed is the turning is very different. Mm -hmm. It kind of feels almost like a, almost probably like skimboarding or surfing where it kind of slides a little, your turning. Um, OJ, the original OJ, mm -hmm. they actually coined a term called the slip to grip ratio. Mm -hmm. Super quick slip okay. to grip ratio. I okay. have banned, personally, at Kashawa band GoPro selfie sticks, you know, like, Ooh, yeah, that's just God. the whole thing. Like, yeah. you know, people would turn in their footage and you just see their mouth and it's like, dude, come on. You know, I don't. What are we know. looking for this year? What's what? Why is this year going to be the best Jeez, one that you've done? I, I cannot This is answer. the fifth anniversary. Um, is that right? Well, this year we have a flesh tunnel. You want to know what color it is? I'm assuming flesh. It's flesh. Yeah. And so, um, there's a tunnel. We've got some stuff. Yeah. Um, the idea is that you, you're bombing down this hill. You've never done it before. Um, let me the, go back a little bit. Is this the fifth year? This is the sixth year. Sixth year. Um, it really started with like just skating down from up above there by yourself and being like, dude, that like I'm kind of hauling ass right now. I might eat shit. Yeah. I wish someone could see it if I do. Because I've, you can pack there and you're just scorpion in the dirt and you're like, dude, someone should have seen that. You should have filmed that. Bail. And yeah, you ate shit and you're glad that someone saw it. Yeah, like, but you didn't make the cut for no, King of no the Road. No one filmed though. it. Out of there Sipanuski was saw it. There was four thousand eight hundred and sixty-three camera guys with the Vice team, and not one of them filmed it. I heard about it. Yeah, from long ways away. I heard the slam. It's definitely yeah. urban legend now. Well. You know what it's like to slam in the dirt. It's it's a trip. Yeah, it's hard. But you can also get back up and keep going. Maybe not in your case, but I always have this feeling like, why don't we do this with, you know, if you had your buddy, like six people, fucking 20 people. So I like right. started hoarding the XTs, like the actual, the real dirt wheels, not like the shitty, like Chinese knockoffs, but like the real like made in America ones where they're like real rubber. Mm -hmm. And I got like 20 setups and I'm like, let's just, let's start bringing, like Emmanuel started coming out. He was like the first, and Jason came out to a bunch of the races. And I was like, let's just get everybody to go down. No rules, no race, no, it's dual downhill like Laguna Seca was, but it's in the dirt and there's no rules. You can literally fucking push people over like as hard as you can. Like you can be going around a turn and just blast. I've done it like blast three people into this bush and the bush breaks. And it's like in all those moments, you could have like the greatest moment of your life skateboarding just in something where it's literally not skatable hmm. other than that. So this year we're we're going to be out there uh, April twenty first. Thrasher's covering it. And what what time frame is, out are some, we? Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, oh, jeez. Well, I can tell start? you this: that amateur hour ends at one o'clock. Okay. And so if you're gonna, the mood can be ruined if you jump off your board. Like just take it in. Like what did Phelps say? You always fall going forwards, like because that's commitment. Like you either slam. Right. Or you make it, and there's just no, absolutely no. Any other day of the year, you can you can experiment because you can go downhill slow. But like my friend Chewy from Salinas, Chewy Gomez, Chewy Gomez, KML, exactly. 105 KRML. 
Carabelle. He runs up the hill every time. He gets more runs than anybody. And it's like you run up the hill and you don't have the energy left after that. You just let go and your arms are out and you just are just coasting. Right. But, you know, it's also the gap. There's no brakes. You're just. And so, like, that's the attitude. My dad uh, doesn't believe in setting his parking brake and learned the hard way yesterday. And his Volvo rolled down the hill. Oh, boy. And uh, actually trailblazed this path to this road I was trying to get access to. So we got a new path? We got a new path. I got to do, like, 30 more feet of brush clearing. But he cleared 160 feet of brush. Whoa. And so it's just so, it's like. So we got a new hill. calf muscle steep. We got a new hill. Oh, wow. Yeah, the end, we do a Is there any obstacles? Stunt. We got some flat bars or Well, we got the flesh tunnel. We got a couple right on grinds. What about the jump to Jeep bar? I've seen that on your Instagram. That's right. Um, we had, you know what? I have a friend that does my tractor work out there. That's going to bring his. Um, he has a first gen forerunner. Did you ever see uh, Tim okay. Brouch used to skate Jeff Kendall's? Yeah. Forerunner of all things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nata skated his own forerunner. Right. Well, he's got a forerunner that's just completely caged, but it's basically like you know solid. Okay. Like, you know, you could actually rail slide it, I guess. But yeah. Well, I put some plywood on it. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing some weird stuff, like basically like secret trail into like plywood on top of a bush. So you're like, you're riding on this piece of plywood, but it's like bouncing up on this piece of bush. Okay. And there's like, you know, eight sheets of plywood. You get that floaty feeling. I'm dreaming of a firing line, a dirt, the first ever dirt board firing line. You know, I just sent a set of wheels to Chico, and uh, Chico Brenes. Shout um, out to Chico. I don't think shout I don't think out. that a nollie heel or a nollie kick flip has been done on one, but I have seen Israel Forbes pressure flip one. I was gonna say Israel's got to be one of the better guys at it. I mean, obviously you're good at it, but like outside he of won you, it. Israel, one, yeah, one time he did a backside tail slide. He's really good. Did you see him that year? I think you were out there. Year I, four. Was that two years ago? number four okay that one was rad you got some footage from that too well we're hyped for it um yeah. king of the road was there was at coming. their yeah, midway the point amazing they blew it out and uh i i don't know if it's gonna go mainstream or not but um well, you could it was never, on the cover of it was fucking on the, thrasher hey, magazine kids monterey's only been on the cover one other time than that and that was the laguna seca downhill with my friend Fred Lowery, he like oh. talked those dudes into letting them race skateboards in 1979. Steve Olson? Um, I don't know if he was there, actually. Blackheart? Blackheart was definitely there. Dwayne Peters. Bob DeNike? Bob DeNike is definitely. Tim Piamarta, Rich Novak. Was Gavin DeNike's dad there? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, funny thing <laughs> is. Shout is, out to Gavin. Shout out. I know you're listening. Tony Vitello and Sally Vitello's dad was there. And what was crazy is when we did it again in 2011, because of this dude, Fred, I had seen the footage and Faust was like up on this little like where there used to be this podium thing up on this hill. And when Tony showed up, he was in that exact spot. I'm like, dude, that's like right where your dad was. It was pretty rad. Will there be a women's division? The girls division is fucking lit. I don't want to overstep boundaries, (laughs) but you and I have had these fictitious... um, text conversations before and i think that you should go for one bracket bear versus shark you get your dream scenario you get vanessa torres versus Alyssa steamer we're scared of vanessa torres noah 
uh, Peacock versus <laughs> Sean yeah. Martin. Like whoever you Ooh, yeah, your dream, you get Pierre versus fucking Mickey. Whoever you want, Ooh, those are and, great ideas. And you get the confirmation of these guys, and they are in there some at some point. Jason, who would you want to battle thirdboarding? Jason Jesse like versus to, like, Andy Roy. Versus. Oh man, that would be so fun with Andy. Or Baca. Nuts to butt. Shoot, Baca will win. Ooh, Baca. Baca well, is this like Baca. How about Jason versus Ronnie? Baca versus We Slash. got two Watsonville residents. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, good. kids, you heard it here. Jason Jesse versus Ronnie Sandoval at the big Kachuga. Yeah. Ronnie's has goofy just been foot. confirmed. Really want Raven to come this year. Is your brother going to be playing music? Oh, yeah, for sure. We're going to set him up at the main turn and the hay bales. Um, nice. I've got a couple Yetis coming out this year to just kind of spook people. Um, we've got a lot of poison oak this year. Fuck, um, I hate poison oak. We've got the flesh tunnel. we got the passing bank. We've got this this big straightaway. Kashawa, the whole entire mountain is like this giant like water table. Like Kashawa actually means hidden water. So okay. there's like this weird, I wouldn't call it a water table. It's more of like these underground rivers and it can just be so wet that it'll be too slow or it can be so dry and hard that people are like breaking their legs it can get so hard it could rain the perfect amount and it always works out and within the first five minutes it's always you know i think the the, the vibe gets set funny if it gets super wet we'll go down that steep hill this is the most fun you'll ever have and that's the only reason i want people to come out experience this it's yeah i think to me it's like kelly slater's perfect wave it's mm. like it's awesome but not everybody can do it i feel like people are going to start building really crazy stuff the thing is it's it's a skateboard so there's no have acres of land you have to have but everybody can find something that's now skatable have you ever brought it to the grapevines Grapevines, you know Highway Five when you. Oh get, yeah, of course. When Ooh. you there's these huge hills over. Ooh, there. the runaway truck ramp. Yeah, that's a good theme. Yeah, yeah. I want to do Takeshi's Castle. You know that crazy Japanese game show where like people are jumping on those oh, giant yeah. floaty things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to have like a massive like paddle like going across like a pendulum. Yeah, that could just take you out. That'd be cool. You know, a couple of them like scissors. Yeah, um, I back that. Really, I'm gonna tell you a little story. I'm going to tell you a little story. 1998. Mm-hmm. No, 1999. Transworld puts in their printed magazine top five worst websites in all of skateboarding. Yes. Ooh, this is sounding good. If somebody can find me that issue, I will pay for it. Email me epicallytrife at yahoo.com. Yes. Thrasher Magazine was listed as one of them. Is in what magazine? Transworld? Transworld. Fausto, at the time, read that. He came into my office, and he told me and Paul Zawanich, these guys are fucked. We're about to take over, and we never looked back. Fuck yeah. Are you a collector, or are you a hoarder? Definitely not a collector. Probably closer to a hoarder, but I just love skateboard stuff like like pretty much like never have had it dim out at all like i'm just so like bullet road weapons like i have a closet like a shelf full of them like because i just like the oily texture and the graphic and like wow just fucking love the shit and like there's like i have weird shit that i wouldn't say i know anybody else like that where like what i want to go to the coffee shop right it's like three blocks away or four blocks away and it's like 
I can't just grab a skateboard and go, I have to build one. And so I have to have all these things ready to build it because I saw a gleam in the cube and my life fucking changed. Uh. Yabo's room where Christian Slater needs to go and avenge his fucking brother's death. He can't have hard <laughs> wheels. He needs the big soft ones. And so he goes to Yabo's room. He's like, give me those wheels. He's got the diamond plate board. Yeah. Generic chrome ass trucks. Like what were those GNS trucks? And then he's able to freaking do the method air off the Jersey barrier and <laughs> whap that dude in the back of the head. And so I wanted to do, I saw that and I was like, what if you could just build a skateboard when your friend needed one? And so, like, my whole life I've had, like, a full-on skate shop in my room. Like, okay. just everything, like, bullets and fucking indies, like, goings even. Like, right. just everything. And I've really stockpiled boards so that yeah, I have something to ride. Yeah, you've got tons of boards. But mostly, like, 1991. What if Winkowski gets fired and they stop making these old-school-style <laughs> boards? I think it's amazing how many shapes are out there now. Here's where it changed. The crooked Hasoi. Do you, you remember that board? I have a lot of Hasoi stuff, for sure. The mm -hmm. bootleg hammerheads and okay. stuff. But the crooked hammerhead Hasoi, 2002 it came out. That was, uh, that was when BBS started making wider veneers. Because until then, I was getting 9-inch wide uncut boards. And trying to get 9 inches out of a 9-inch uncut, you can't do it because there's like a little bit of difference in the plies and so if you have if you don't if you have those they'll start flapping you know it's like putting your rails on right when they're you know not properly and so now you can get all these crazy different shapes and it's like i had to cut my own stuff for years and years let's switch gears a little bit here we're in watsonville we're at jason jesse's beautiful compound at edge of america um, talk about Jason. How long have you known him? How'd you meet JJ? Uh, old Jesse boy. I was pretty sure we met at Skate Station. My friend tried to sell him my Julian Stranger flying high board. And I was like, oh, it's not for sale. And he's like, but no, I like, I'll give you all this stuff. And like, so I went up to Consolidated and he actually gave me some pretty rad stuff. Got like this Mark Gonzalez poster and stuff. And That was when um, Jason was writing for Consolidated? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or working there or whatever. And um, yeah, I'd go up there once in a while. I think I even tried to give him a sponsor me video at one time, but I, it's so embarrassing. Like, I I hate myself. Like, I had long hair and, like, I was, like, just some geek. That sponsor me video is probably so horrible. We gotta that, like, find it. I hope that they don't. Let's put it on the gram. That's fine with me, but um, cringeworthy. Um, but yeah, Jason's great. He'll show up at my house with a fucking jet ski. Like, go. We'll actually even. I've, is that Surf the Jason sometimes? Jet Ski story? Yeah, well, there's a rumor that he would smash from Santa Cruz to Pacific Grove at night. It'd take him 15 minutes. On a jet ski? <laughs> it's only 17 nautical miles. Is point that to point, true like 17 or is that miles. urban legend? It's urban, uh, it's a sub-aquatic terrainian legend, yeah. Whoa. But Jason Jet Ski definitely... It, that's a legend. There's no doubt about that. But um, but yeah, we have a lot of fun. I made a little rhyme up on the way over here. Ooh. It was something, I'm not exactly, I'm, I'll probably botch it, but it goes something like this. Just like Clint Eastwood was Monterey Overlord, we got Zeroche. He's the king of the dirt board. <laughs> I'm so hyped to Dude. be associated with dirt. We, like, people like, 
you giving me credit. I think that's fucking great. I just want people. To well, I think have Noah the Peacock time turned everyone life. onto it that's in true. the Thrasher in the video. First thrash video, right? That's true. And and what um, are you gonna need? You You're gonna what? need gloves. He's gonna need gloves. My brother pioneered two pairs of jeans at the same time because there's a lot of rocks out there. But I really wanted Phelps to come. And in fact, for King of the Road, Ooh. I pleaded with them. I was like, whatever, if we have beef like live up to what he thinks i should be you know he told me i needed to learn eggplants i'm like sorry it's just not me <laughs> peter gunn does eggplants well, really good Eagles, exactly man. and he was right i just knew he would love it because you know what it's else he's in? huh caswell berry needs to invent the casual aerial <laughs> Yeah. has he not though i don't know that he guy's told caswell very... years ago I mean, he's acid Last week's guest, Lee Sharon, yeah. did a lot of acid. Menlo Park. Have you guys ever done acid together? <laughs> Definitely not, no. No? I didn't know anybody. Oh. I would come up and try and find Derby Park every weekend. I mean, we'd eventually find it, but I was trying, to, let alone find other skateboarders. I mean, You're this was the 90s. You're claiming acid got dis invented in Menlo yeah, Park? I'm pretty sure. Timothy that's Larry? where they invented it. That's sort of like the original... LSD and then they was took created. it up to Hate Ashbury and fucking. Well, that's where they distributed it, but I'm pretty that's sure Memo Park became famous. Came, yeah. We can't uh, end this podcast. Not saying we're about to, but we can't end it without giving this Andy Mac story out. Uh, oh geez, WSVT. Oh man, I was put on the hot spot for that man. Yeah. I ended up passing that hot spot off to Daryl Delgado, uh, Alva of Alva fame. He was yeah. like our token Alva guy besides he was Mario. The nar -nar. Of Daryl Delgado is insane. Right. He would purposely take you to the worst pools. Worst. Like, you would go and skate the street, Roman. It didn't have any transition. I don't know why they'd do it. Anyhow, I show up to the bridge, and, like, it's just, I could tell that he had just gotten in there. And he's, uh, he's in there with his dog with a remote control shock collar, and, uh, dog would bark, and he would shock it. And it would shit himself, like, mid-front blunt. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, I actually was going to school at the time. I was like, I was like leaving, and then Daryl Delgado shows up. I'm like, hey, I got to go to school real quick. Like, I have this class. Like, I'm just going to leave you in here with Andy. And, like, you know, when the other guys show up, you can explain to them what's going on. Because there was a while there when people didn't come skate. Right. Um, My friend Luke would tell me who he saw at the stoplight that day so yeah bob burnquist up there just like peering through his steering wheel and like people are like honking at him and i get i know it's him like and like brian patch and and, so, and andy mack like these dudes were all and omar even but omar was part of the crew after that so what it, it was dudes that knew they shouldn't skate there because they no, didn't help? i think at that it wasn't that at that point this was maybe earlier on when it was what are they building? Like, when's it going to be ready? Like, oh, that. It wasn't and then yet. there was a while. There, I mean, we we extended that whole like it's still being built. Park is closed for probably three years, but it seemed like ten. That was just an amazing time to be there. Well, I know some people that I won't name that will never go there because they oh, say horrible. they'll get vibed oh, yeah. for not helping. Hey, I'll get vibed down there too. There's a whole new crew there. That, I'll here's show a, up here's any day thing. of the week and fucking just there's, walk there's, right there's in. There's two things. There's, <laughs> there's a trade show. The trade show, we oh. would purposely like try to keep the park especially dirty and like clothes, like yeah. throw pallets and dirt and water, flood the place, whatever. But then there's also this phenomenon that happens there where say someone shows up there 
that skates there all the time. And he shows up there at nine in the morning. Yeah. And just is kind of lurking out. Didn't get a bagel from the gelato vera up the street and he's kind of in a bad mood or whatever and is lurking out. Mm-hmm. Somebody else from Ocean Beach that's never been there, it's like a you know college student shows up, looks around and sees some dude in a hooded sweatshirt. He's going to think that dude's a local. Like, whoa, did you build this place? And, you know, these dudes will look kind of to the left and the right and say, yeah, um, built this shit. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, you helped out on it or whatever. Jumpers. You know, and so, but then the real dudes that you ask that question, they're like, I'm from Ohio. <laughs> like, and it's, it's, it's pretty neat. Like, there's... There's some very unsung heroes there. Big Sperm. Big Sperm. Sperm was a master of the hose down, and he was in charge of all the clear spray in the park. Was that before or after the Jeep demo you did in Vegas, though? Jeep demo was insane because it it was uh, Matt Moffat and myself and Tony, of course, but... It was like a... Tony the Birdman Hawk? It was mostly a BMX demo, but they had like... Uh, no. Okay. I love BMX freestyle. Like pre-gyro. Who is the San Francisco Martin guy? Martin Oh, shit. Uh, Ray Gardia. Okay. Was he a freestyle guy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, at any rate, they wanted to just do this crazy show, and they had, like, all the kookiest shit. Like, the dudes with the weird spring boots, like, Ooh, doing backflip. Just crazy stuff. It was for Jeep distributors. Uh-huh. Um, that was Tony Hawk's Boom Boom Jeep Jam. Um, he was sponsored by them. It was right when Tony Hawk... Pro Skater 2 was coming out. Wow. And um, we signed non-disclosure stuff, but um, they just were doing all this crazy shit. But what was crazy was that they sent us onto the stage after these uh, fire spitters or whatever. Yeah. And they, like, just spilled fuel all over the stage, and it's, like, already slippery. And Moffat, like, bailed his board. Um, Damn. Must think this Jeep Grand Cherokee four-door is pretty awesome. <laughs> Look what's in the back seat. It's even more awesome. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. Tony Hawk would actually handle it pretty well, even with like a, I mean, I guess that introduction was scripted. Right. But, uh, Tony Hawk's the best. He's he, great. I mean. He's goofy foot. But, there's uh, only one bird, man. Yeah. My favorite was standing on the deck of his vert ramp with Jake, and Jake would yell out tricks, and Tony oh, yeah? would do them. It was, oh, that's great. It was so sick. Ooh, that's he, good. Was, was this a NorCal or no, sort of Tony's sort of ramp in uh, Birdhouse down down Folder. wherever in oh, Sanitas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the indoor one. Uh, Vista. Yeah. Vista. You want to know who my favorite skater is? Mm. Phil fucking Espenshade. Oh. I know it's Gullwing. I know it's Southern California. I never heard of. You've never heard of Skull Skates. I've heard of Skull Skates. I've heard of Gullwing. Yaddle Schmaddle and beef to the cream. I had this crazy motherfucking dream. It was something about David Lynch making a mini documentary about you. Yes. What the fuck? Exactly. I have no idea. I'm not going to say no. They they hit me up. Um, I had actually gone to uh, college in Fairfield, Iowa. And um, I don't know exactly how it came about, but um, my mom taught us transcendental meditation. Not taught us how to do it, but taught us like about it and stuff. And, right. Uh, I, it's like, I want to make something clear. I don't, I meditate, but it's not like, oh, I'm feeling spiritual. I'm going to go meditate, guys. Like, I don't talk about it. You've known me for yeah. 15 years. I don't, it's it's like a thing I do because I want to use, like, I woke up and I had we have, a human you know, body. And we're not using, we, we just have an outward stroke. The source of all creativity is within you. You can, you can do all this amazing stuff. There's so much creativity. 
and just whatever like not even just creativity good luck um less accidents like you drop like skaters reflex you drop a coffee mug and you catch it and it's right side up right um i want all of that i want to like basically fulfill my dreams every single day so i take the time to pull the arrow back preferably Mm. so that i can go farther um right you know i was going to school and whatever um there was a lot of kids from fairfield there and so some of those kids work for david lynch foundation television oh and at any rate they they said we ran this idea by david and he wants us to focus on it we want to come out there and do this thing with you you know it's only a 20 minute thing but i was like you know, it's not really the coolest thing to do. It was something I like. They asked me to do, and I did it, and it was actually pretty cool. I mean, I don't want to watch it personally because I hate the sound of my own voice. But uh, yeah, I, I met David out there. We had a picture taken, like kind of nonchalantly, and we both have the same hairdo. Pretty cool. How does it? I rank? didn't know what to ask the freaking. They put me on stage with them. They're like, ask him some questions, and I'm like, so like this, that, and the other. Like, what do you think? And he's like, I learned about sex. It was all I about was meditation. Well, um, what's that? The the documentary? Or yeah, the, or the experience? I don't know. So like, what was there the was an event? It was um, filming you interviewing him. It was us him? in San Francisco, skating Portero Park. Yeah, yeah. It's just like interviews and like just kind of what really came out of it Schmini, was they have this thing called the center for consciousness consciousness based education in uh-huh. san francisco in like visitation valley and all these inner city schools like uh hoover uh everett all these schools inside of the city okay. where they teach the entire staff and the kids mostly middle school mm-hmm. they teach them to meditate they don't have to meditate they just have to be quiet for 10 minutes or whatever they needed someone that actually meditated like regularly to be like, hey, this is what I do. Like I do this so that I don't go and stick my fingers in someone's meat at the grocery store because I'm pissed off at them cutting in line. Like I don't road rage, whatever. And so they'd have me come in and we'd play the, <laughs> we'd play that video and they'd think that I had some type of like, look, he's in the David Lynch thing. And so uh, okay. I'm, I'm happy to be that guy for that moment you know what i mean like sure like yeah hey i like do you know tony hawk i'm like yeah i know tony. <laughs> like, uh, what's it like didn't jason get out of like a federal offense for oh yeah having tony hawk's number and yeah, a cell yeah. phone like look guys, you know tony hawk you know, you know tony the guys hawk. from jackass <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know meditation so hard for me like yeah i start shaking when i try to do it it's a technique like you you're basically hypnotizing yourself it's not right it's not something you try and do. It's it's like actually pretty effortless, and that's what's cool about it. I mean, you could go and like look it up online and probably stress yourself out trying to figure it out. But like you know, I you think it could get me to Australia? <laughs> that's possible. Because I, I attribute a lot of great things happen in my life to meditating well, and just, just like letting go of stuff. On ca- on yeah, I mean, call. so it's cool for that twenty minutes. Like you're definitely relaxing, mm-hmm. right? But you're also like influencing events. You're, you know what I'm saying. But like, aren't you kind of like totally like having mind control? You're being able to say, "I don't want to think right now about any of this stuff," well, and turning it off almost. Yeah, well, you're because that's what I can't do. Thoughts. 
and you're totally shutting stuff down. You're actually going to the switchboard and shutting stuff That's down. That's what I want. You're going and shutting stuff down so that your mind can go into this second state. It's like dolphins have that sure. second brain. Right. That's like semi conscious predators still. Mm-hmm. But you're shutting stuff down and your body's able to rest and then come back out and be like, dude, I have this fucking great idea right when i started meditating that's when all this stuff started happening like got my first photo in thrasher got my passport in the mail um all all kinds of great stuff well i'm gonna hit some switches and turn this thing off for a second while we take a piss and i'm gonna meditate for a little bit and we'll be (laughs) right use that for a lot of stuff back check out lowcardmag.com leave in the comments magnet head sent me and i'll throw you in some free stuff this is Lizzie Armanto, and you're listening to Talking Schmidt. Well, look at that. We are back. Would you look at that? What did the cat say to the cow when he asked him what time it was? Meow. What do I look like? Typewriter? Ooh, we got jokes. Do you want to go Richard Little for us? What's that? Who, who's your best impression? Jeez. You want me to do a call? Oh, jeez. Oh, so you went and married old Norm son of a Gunderson, huh? Oh, Fargo represent? Yeah, that's my favorite movie. What about... Do you want to know who my impression is? Yeah, let's hear it. Kermit the Frog, Sesame Street News. That's very good. He was my favorite. Yeah. But I got a question for you. Okay. Okay, we're going to do fucking word association. This is my new fun game. I'm ready? ready. No. And here we go. The first one, Mike Crabtree. The Crabtree Challenge. Oh. Thrasher Magazine. You had to ollie as high as a skateboard standing up if you're going to skate a handrail. Nice. Still looking for that issue. Elon Musk. Longmont Potion Castle. Robo Apocalypse. 1993 Ford STX. Platypus. Uh, Burroughs 50 foot long tunnels underground. Clint Eastwood. Read a good book. Henry Miller. Uh, there's lots of aliens in Big Sur. They're in outer, outer space. John Steinbeck. Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh, yeah? Carmel Architect. Take that. Yeah. Take that, fucker. Have you ever been to the Steinbeck Museum? (sighs) That's in Salinas. Yeah. That I've not been inside. I've skated the stairs off front. Have you ever been to the Monterey Aquarium? The Fish Museum? Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, Many times. Have you ever been to the Henry Miller Museum? I've been to the Henry Miller Library. I've seen Dinosaur Jr. there. Jay Maskers. I saw the pixies We were like, is he going to suck? That's right. No invite. I tried to get... That was an expensive ticket. That was a free ticket. That was me and Cranny on the guest list. Hold on. You're not going to believe this. We just got a phone call. Apparently, Jason Jesse is on the phone with a full mouth of food. (laughs) I'm doing great. Um, I miss you. Fuck it. I'll write it and we'll do it live. No, we'll do it live. Do it Let's live. do it live. Yeah. It's Roche. Yeah, hi. This is Roche? That's me. Okay, cool. You, uh, it's Jason. Remember me? We're Jason's friends. Jason's friends of Jason. This is yeah, Jason. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Two first names. You got the jet ski still? Yeah. I'll call you guys back in a minute. I got it. The UPS is here. All right, we got a caller. Hi, it's Roche. It's Jason Jesse. Hi. Uh, um, Jinx. did you ever get the sponsor video I left you, or? I got it. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually have it right now in the VCR. Yeah. We. That's true. It was a VHS tape. Yeah. That's was it too long? I'm making or? it up. It's in the VCR. Jesus. So. It's super long. I got a question for you. What's my cousin's full name? Oh, Dolphin Sage. 
Sage Raspberry, right? Which We're talking about starts him? with forest. Yeah, forest, sage, Raz. dolphin, bomba tree. Um, you know what? If you could actually jog my memory. Yeah, forest, raspberry, sage, dolphin tree. Think of it like this. It was a dolphin tree. That was it. He was born, mid, uh, no midwife, but yeah, the uncle that home, yelled at me walked outside, looked at he's yes, yes, that's right. He saw sage and raspberry growing outside. I've seen that. So that's climbed true. the tree. Of course he did. And saw the dolphins in the ocean right there. Dolphin tree. Then he threw in Tom Bombadil, who's the keeper of the forest from J.R. Tokens, The Hobbit, which is is that a movie? Legit. No, it's never made in the movie. It's just the book. Radical. And it literally protected him. Forrest has nine lives. He fell off a cliff. No, he's he's in the early and survived. He's the so lighthouse was flashing and would illuminate him on the beach, and they had to carry him up this cliff. It was crazy. He's like survived all kinds of stuff. Have you seen him dirtboard before? So go ahead and just yeah. say his name again. Right oh, Forrest there. Raspberry Sage Dolphin Tree. Tom Bombadil McPadden Eggleston. No, you know, a friend of mine's here, and her water just broke. I'm gonna call you right back. Like I'm, she's doing yoga, and her water jug spilled. It's a birth. It's part of the birthing cycle. I'm gonna call you right back. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in, Jason. Um, I feel like that that went well. I got a question for you, though, related. I know Uh-oh. we don't talk about other people's drug problems, but uh, yeah, was there drugs involved in that cousin naming? Um, I think that there was inspiration for that, for sure. Um, it's a lot of names. I have heard some really good variations of it. Cranny was like used to like. Uh, once in a while, I get phone calls like Justin Strubing. He's like, "What's your cousin's name?" Real quick, I'm at trivia night, and it's like, <laughs> "Rainbow Surf Dolphin." It's like Rainbow Anteater. Like, there's no rainbow. It's Forest Raspberry <laughs> Sage Dolphin Tree Tom Bombadil. Like, yeah, but it's so sick because did he go to school? A little bit. He went did, to Valley High. Did that place was did crazy. He get, um, any any uh, torture from the kids? No, he was such an original. He would, uh, he was hyped on that. I mean, there was a little bit of time when he wasn't really into the name, but then he like recently, like broke down the meaning to us, and he's super into it. Is like, the meaning true? What you just said? Oh yeah, for sure. The it's guy facts, climbed a yeah. tree and saw dolphins. Well, proverbially climbed the tree, yes. Oh. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that is one individual unique person. Like he has carved his own path. Like you know people make up their own languages basically like slang like he had yeah. the whole town saying different weird things that he had come up with what's like, he do with his life art art yeah all night like just oh he's like he had brother? this thing called the underground forest which was like this basically like this bunker under the carmel barnyard right like, like robotic sushi <laughs> there's like a green screen in there but then every other wall in the whole place was just screen printed and like painted the ceiling, the floor. No the way. F- it was just splatter paint everywhere. That's amazing. He said it had been getting pretty real in there. It was an understatement. But uh, yeah, he we grew up skating together. Um, my brother also skates too, Zubin, and he's a carpenter. But Rushad cannot skate at all. The cellist, he absolutely has no... Anything with wheels, he can't do it. Okay. It's like some weird alien thing. Yeah. Um, hmm. How many of the podcasts have you listened to? Have you listened Probably to Probably about any? five of them. I've yeah. listened definitely to the uh, Did you have a Sneaks, um, Toad. Um, I love the Tony Farmer one. Really? That's great, yeah. That's your favorite? It's like, uh, like a 
hearing about all these 90s dudes like Ruben Orkin. And I'd wanted a Ruben Orkin shirt so bad when it came out in, in the mag. Yeah. said, I'm a friend of Ruben Orkin. Right. And then recently um, I found one. Oh, that shit. says I'm a friend of Ruben Orkin. It was cool. It was like he, I didn't wasn't actually a friend of Ruben Orkin, but like you could get the T-shirt. Yeah, that's so cool. You did want to talk about or share a Jake Phelps? Oh yeah, for sure. I was a roadie for Hightower, somewhat. Okay. Um, back then, I had a really good phone number, three hundred Oral six one nine, and uh, it was actually really weird because I lost the phone. And whoever got the phone number after that got so many calls, and I missed so many fucking opportunities. Like, yeah. I was supposed to go to Maine with those guys to, like, the uh, Rob, Rob, Rob Stock. Stock. Yep. And uh, I was like, dude, I didn't even have a way to check my voicemail. But um, we went to Oregon one time to play, like, a house party, and it was so – it was just balls to the wall. Like, drive that long just to go play one – show at like some tiny house in oregon and it was just lit the whole time like those guys are savage it was just so sick i'm pretty sure that they played like 200 times in one year or something like i don't doubt it they played some amazing amount of amazing sustainable energy yeah you got a favorite um, jam of theirs yeah i am the wall ride i think they have a mini ramp there and uh peter gunn was living up there so he came and met us over there and we were just like it was not really a joust, but you just drop in and try to body check each other the oh, hardest. Oh, sick. We were just going for it and tried to ollie the stairs out of their house. And, like, Pete would, like, just fall on his face. He was <laughs> drunk. And then the next, that night, I was just like, fuck it, just leave me at Burnside. So I slept there. And I woke up to some dude carving around me. I'm like, what an asshole. And then I saw the snake tattoo. I'm like, that's Jake Phelps. And I was like, well, fuck, dude, I'm I'm fucking skating. I'm gonna fucking skate with this dude. Like, and it was it was really a rad session. Actually, like, I like tried to pull it together, but I was just so fucked up that like from the night before, and he's just like crushed. You know, like when Jake's like cool to you, it's a cool thing. You know, and then like every other time, he's a dick. But yeah. like, it was really neat. And like, he was like backside D and this thing, and he like he was like skating tough. You know, and um. I always remember that he told me, I was like, oh, yeah, like, my fucking board's, like, keeps shooting out to the left. It's fucking really fucked up. He's all, it's called crabbing. And I was like, what? (laughs) Crabbing, right? Yeah. And I was so hyped on it, and nobody has ever cared about that term. Like, nobody cares. And I was like, I cared? It's an East Coast thing. Okay. Yeah. He happens more often out there. from Massachusetts, I think. Soggy wood or something. Yeah, fuck. That's still well, fuck it. Tweaking um, me out. Yeah, man. That's devastating. Well, uh, let's uh, end this let's on a good this. note. We're let's got, uh, call your brother and see oh, yeah. if he's down to play a little jam on the way out of here. It's four thirty right now. He's probably just waking up. <laughs> Rashad, what are you doing? What's up? We need some cello play for the end of this podcast here. Oh. Could you give us some tunes? Uh, what do you mean? Like, email you something? Oh, no. Could you just play the cello to take us out of this thing real quick? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, hold on. <laughs> Can you hear that? Yeah. Here's what I was working on. 
kind of stuff. But I could give you a, a, a faster thing. What was that faster Fuck thing I was doing? Yes. Here, there, there's a faster one that I was working on yesterday. Yes. That's some good stuff. I had a feeling you'd pick up. That was sick, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah, no props. All right, that's it. That'll wrap it up. Fuck yeah, thank you. Going back to Monterey. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please subscribe now on Anchor, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show... One of the best ways to show some love is to write up a review. I always appreciate to hear your thoughts and detailed reviews are the best way for people to discover us. Also, a big shout out to our executive director, Cheryl Camisa. Shout out. Love it!